0: Sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, this Downtown Sports Rant is being brought to you ad free by Digital Market Battles, the marketing agency that helps your business fill their pipeline with high value leads. They will meet your conversion goal no matter what. Just head on over to digitalmarketbattles.com or call 1 800 811 4095. Schedule a discovery call today. And today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm delivering you a eulogy. A eulogy of the 2021 season of the New York Yankees. The writing was on the wall this whole year with the Yankees. Couldn't buy a hit when they needed one. Couldn't finish games at times when they needed a big win. And then when they do rally to come back, the bullpen just gave it all up. The amount of blown saves the Yanks have had this year in the ninth inning has been just sickening and painful to watch. I've had to relive those losses all year. And you know what? Those losses could have been maybe 10 or 11 more wins this year. And maybe the Yankees would have been in the wild card. Maybe they would be ahead right now. Maybe they challenge for the American League East. Who knows? Well, it's all a distant memory now. Because the writing was on the wall during this week. And it was clear. I go back to the Orioles series with that wild pitch that should have been out number three. The Yanks were one strike away, could have had a win, swept the Orioles. Maybe we'd be talking about a whole different team. Who knows? But it was another one of those games that got away, and the Yanks lost. Garrett Cole Came to the mound today. Your ace pitcher, you needing to take a series from the Indians, right? He stunk the joint up, gave up seven runs. Yankees got pounded 11-1 in their own ballpark. As far as I'm concerned, I see the Yankees' team. I look at the players. I look at their faces. I can already see a team that's given up. They're done with Aaron Boone as their manager. They're ready to pick up their check at the end of the year, get their money, rest up, and piss off home. And you know what? They need to be put out of their misery as soon as possible. Too many Yankees, in my opinion, are not going to be here next year. I watched this Yankees team that had a 13-game winning streak at the end of August, thought maybe it was going to turn things around. The Yankees went 7-15 and since that 13-game winning streak. That's how bad this team fell. They were doing good. They were doing all the things they weren't doing all year. Basic fundamentals, moving a base runner, stealing base, bringing up some young youth to bring a little energy, a little spark into this team, and then it makes the veterans play better. And then when all the regulars came back, the kids went back down. The lineup regressed back to what it was. And the team went back to their old ways, not hitting, waiting for the long ball. Because in Aaron Boone's world, we follow what analytics tell us to do. We don't go with if it ain't broke, don't fix it. We don't manage with our gut. We don't bother to do with what our see with what our eyes show us instead of reading it out of a an analytics book or listening to a nerdy dude up there in the office telling you how the game should be played. No. No. I decide I'm gonna I'm gonna put my home run hitters back and pray for a through and home run. I'm gonna pray that when my guy hits a single, maybe he can leg it out into a double. The fundamental mistakes this Yankee team has made this year, not just at the plate, on the base pads, pitching-wise, it's all come to a head. Twelve games left. And I'm going to now start naming some people that need to go on this Yankee team. We're going to do it with a return of the Downtown Sports 360. Start the clock. Where, oh where, oh where do I begin? Well, let's look at the Yankees' catcher, Gary Sanchez. This guy was supposed to be the catcher of the future. A great hitting prospect, could throw base runners out, could do it all. Rare feat for a catcher, right? First couple years, definitely showed me something. He was hitting home runs left and right, had a cannon of an arm, brought a little excitement behind the plate. People started to get behind him. Then after 2018, everything with Gary Sanchez went downhill. He regressed behind the plate after Joe Girardi left. Couldn't handle balls in the dirt. You got to pray that he can make a stop. And he made two of those, and two of those mistakes happened in that Orioles game. In that ninth inning when the Yankees were up 2-1, he couldn't handle a high fastball in his glove. He tried to snow cone it. Went to the backstop. And then another pitch. I don't even know if he would have stopped it anyway, but he let it go by him. Another run scored. That would have been out number three. If that had been in his mitt, would have been strike three game over. Glaber Torres, for his life, can't even field a ground ball, let alone throw one for that matter. How many times have I seen Glaber Torres whether you put him at short, whether you put him at second, and constantly cannot do the simple basics of fielding a ground ball. Or how about the other night when he tried to snare a line drive it bounced off him? Okay. But instead of going to second base, he took the out at first base when you could have had a double play. Those are things... Gleyber Torres, you've been in the majors now since, what, 2018? And you still cannot field your position? Why are you even a Yankee right now? Gary, I could say the same thing with you. You've been here since 2016, five years. And I've seen no improvement from you since after 2017. These two are part of the microcosm of failure this Yankees offense has been as well as in the field. Luke Voigt, he's been on and off hurt all year. Couldn't stay healthy. Very, very shaky at first base. Even if you DH him, nothing much changes. He's either pop-up or strike-out. Heck, I'll give credit to Stanton and Judge. At least they showed up. At least they started to play better this year. At least Judge has been healthy almost all year. Same with Stanton. And that's a shocker. Maybe at least earn their money. Lemayhew's had a down year. Not typical of him. But I believe he'll bounce back because Lemayhew's not like the other Yankees, like the other infielders. He doesn't try to hit a home run anytime he's up. He at least tries to put the ball in play. Contact hitter. Hit it the other way. Hit the ball where it's pitched. But now I have to go to the very top of the ladder. I have to go to the main two guys for why the Yanks are where they are. My first one is the manager, Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone, I've run in I've run out of things to say about you. I've had to stop listening to your press conferences every after every loss. And I have to keep hearing you say it every day. Why your team lost this game? Why do you have Gary Sanchez behind the plate this game? Why didn't Glaber. Why is Glaber not out of the game? Aaron Boone won't answer those questions. Because he's too nice. He's not tough enough on his guys. He's not willing to tell the guy, I'm sitting you down and you're going to get your act together or you're not going to play. This is how you get players to play their best. You have to t- show them a little tough love once in a while. Aaron Boone's never done that once in his life. And then your analytics book. Oh my goodness, Aaron Boone, with your decision making with when to take your starter out, when to go to your bullpen, maybe waiting a couple batters too late, right? Or, hey, when my starting pitcher's rolling, I'm taking him out after 80 pitches in seven innings when he's clearly shutting the opposition down. But I want to go to my bullpen anyway. And then when the games start to get away, you panic. You try to bring your best guy in. You don't let him have a few minutes to warm up. You don't get him ready. You could have gotten him maybe ready a couple batters before that, right? Everything for Aaron Boone that could have gone wrong has gone horribly and catastrophically wrong. Your players have checked out. I can tell, Aaron, from the last couple conferences I've watched with you, I can tell clearly that you have checked out. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. That's what you're going to be shown at the end of the year. I don't see you coming back. And then Brian Cashman, the general manager... (laughs) Oh, Brian Cashman's been here, what, 20-something years too long, right? He was never responsible for those Yankees World Series. That was all Gene Michael. May he rest in peace, Gene Michael. Right now, he's turning over in his grave, watching the product that's been on that field every day. Because these players you've seen come up, these hitters you've seen, these are not even close to the guys Gene Michael would have had. Brian Cashman, you just wrote the coattails of Gene Michael. That's what you were. And look at this team now, and look at how far they've fallen. You couldn't go out there and spend the money to get a high-quality player, to get a big ace pitcher this team needs when you need them the most. You weren't there to get a hitter, a good contact hitter, when this team needed most. You know, you know who keeps taking those hitters away? Your own rival, the Boston Red Sox. You couldn't even get the right manager for this team. You could have gotten... Heck, you could have gotten an Alex Cora, and I would have been okay with that, even for what's happened to him. At least Alex Cora showed he can manage. Why do you think the Red Sox win? Because he's there. They know how he wants them to play. And they play the game the way you're supposed to. Why do you think Kevin Cash manages the game so well? A raised team that doesn't even need to score a lot of runs to win. And they're number one in the East. Simple fundamentals, contact hitting, everybody knowing their role. That's why they win. And Brian, you've had more than enough time, but your time has come to an end. And this closes the chapter. On the Yankees' 2021 season, the inconsistencies, the lack of hitting, the bullpen, the starting rotation being hurt and up and down. Also, the million close games the Yankees have been in putting further stress on the pen that's basically wiped out and dead. I don't see changes to this Yankee team next year. It's going to be a long winter. This team's going to go, I think, even further downhill. Than they did this year. You can listen to Downtown Sports on 14 different platforms on Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Bullhorn, Pod Day, Listen Notes, Podcast Attic, and Verbal. Rants, episodes, digital market battles, specials every Tuesday, Wednesday. Downtown Sports will be back with a full episode later this week. I will be joined, as always, by my co host, The Mouth of the South, John Chavon. We are Downtown Sports, and we are where sports come home. Jonathan Pariente, East of the East, saying goodbye.